Rain, rain, go away. Please come back when I've got more meats in the fridge. I'm feeling stressed about my lack of meats, and I'd like to feel better prepared for your arrival. I'm Caroline Cotter. I'm Maggie Widows. And we'd like to welcome you to Stinkers, the baby, 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 when you touch me like this, duh, 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 of podcasts, <laughs> where we talk to our guests about their biggest stinkers, aka the worst ideas they've ever had. Stinkers. Stinkers. Today, we have on an incredible guest. Um, she is a podcaster herself, um, you know, an influencer online, and her name is Elizabeth Cott. You did not just call me an influencer. How what do I, dare what should you? I call? Artist. An artist. Thank you. She artist. is an um, arbiter of taste yes, online and... Um, IRL. IRL. Oh, for I sure feel, IRL. Yeah. Unfortunately, that, this podcast is audio only, but oh. I'm considering making it video for how good you look. I agree. <sighs> it's yeah. a really natural, cozy fall look that um, is it, – it feels nice to be around. Mm-hmm. Are, do, you're a Taurus, right? I am. Mm. Hard. Hard for uh-huh. Taurus. <laughs> the beauty. But I mean it. That's why we need – Tauruses because we need people who not beauty for the superficial reasons but care about it from like a spiritual place a visceral place yeah Mm -hmm. I will say so this fleece button down it's perfect I got it at the Donnie sample sale downtown is it still open no it was just Friday and Saturday I thought (gasps) so I thought so wow really she didn't even tell us it, I saw uh, that that was happening, and I do think I my brain was like, "Don't do it, Becky. You're definitely do it because yeah, next the time deals at that thing. I've gone three separate times. It's a good over one. The years. It's a it's great. Okay. They're getting wow. rid of stuff. It's like stuff with like a little little rip or whatever. I don't yeah. mind the rip. No, I love a button. Rip. Great it's character. I can replace it. Yeah, we go. Yeah, we okay, go. Okay, is- that's good. Really See, this good. is the kind of information that I think it's I, – I am appreciative to receive. Me too. Yeah. And I will say for the um, listeners who really are listening at home, they'll <laughs> notice we're able to kind of give and receive this information because we are missing our third host today. Of course. James Dwyer, who's back again at the men's retreat. Yeah. Elizabeth, he is running a men's retreat. Um, yeah. He took his men's group uh, – he to the Berkshires once again. Is to, this like a Teresa Guidice's husband or new husband yes, Louis? Exactly. Is, is kind it of exactly a, like that? And I where think they go and and sort of just discover masculinity together. They're just shirtless and like yelling into someone's camera phone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think he's at that same one. Yeah. They're all Hold together. On, I, gotta, I gotta get Midas. He's. Oh, little Midas. Guys, Midas is um, Elizabeth's perfect dog. Really Mm -hmm. perfect. Really cute. Small. And he has his own Instagram. It's true. Little Midas everywhere. There we go. (laughs) Wow. With the hit. 
Covenant Witch is a play from the book Little Fires Everywhere, which mm-hmm. I don't think everyone got. Gets. <laughs> Nobody gets it but me, but. I, now I get it and I love it. Yeah. It's really good. And the book and um, hit uh, Hulu TV. TV show. Was it on yep. Hulu? Yeah. Yep. Limited series. A, a Reese Witherspoon book club pick. Exactly. Okay. She okay. really scoops them up. She does. She scoops up the books. Voracious reader, Reese yeah. Witherspoon, on our side, bringing us yeah. literary content to screen. Thank you yeah. so much. Yes. Yeah. And that's I, what we need. Yeah. I will say <laughs> I, Caroline is my Reese, Reese Witherspoon in many ways because Caroline reads so much that it's really nice to have a friend who you can just be like, so tell me. <laughs> I tell me what to read. Same about you. That's so nice um, for you to say that. Every year I try to read 50 books and I'm always off by like 50. So (laughs) I, but this year I'm close. I think I'm going to do it. Yeah. What was Um, the last great book you read? I, well, this wasn't the last one I read, but thinking of Maggie, this is one she actually recommended to me, Obsessed with Milk Fed. Have you heard of this? No. You can borrow, you can borrow it from me if you want to, um, if you don't want to support the author, but um, it's basically, <laughs> it's, it's so, it's just so good. And it's about like, it's this really strange story just about this woman with like an eating disorder who um, like falls in love with this like Orthodox Jewish woman, basically. From the Fairfax area. It's just oh, so, yeah, basically LA, it's, it's very weird. It's very specific. It's, but it's like, but it's so or like good. modern day Anna Tevka. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it's like really like writes like the way the author and I'm forgetting her name like Melissa writes about Broder. there there we go. She Thank she you. had a really famous Twitter called So Sad Today. I'm taking notes. Literally. Oh yeah. yeah. And you have I love to. a note. And there will be a quiz at the yeah. end. Pop quiz. Right. I'm Pop ready. quiz. And there's a lot of prizes you can win if you get yeah caroline have you won any prizes this week do you have a stinker to bring in i would say yeah the older i get the more every day is a stinker you know what i mean so i win prizes every day Amazing. um i i, I could say my stinker kind of happened moments ago i came into this podcast recording had obviously been crying and both maggie and elizabeth were kind enough to check in with me and be like are you okay um <laughs> I'm crying all the time these days, which is, I guess I accept it. Um, but the my stinker is just my genetics where I was saying this to both of you beforehand, my fucking face, it like does not, it won't go away. It's like, yeah. the it stays imprinted on. If I cry or get red, it will never go away. Um, yeah. And then that's, and that's actually on God. <laughs> I I was thinking ha- about how it, on God that is actually. Yeah. Um, no, um, I I get it, and it also feels like I clearly like my mom recently told me I didn't know this, and it's truly it's like a devastating fact I'm that so as a toddler and kid she would find me crying in my sleep. So oh, like, oh, <laughs> oh, just, just yeah. sort of the weight of that is wild. <laughs> and so I think like clearly as a baby, I cried a lot, but 
it's like it takes me back. I get so puffy. Yes. I get anytime I do it, I, I'm the same way where I'm like, I cry once. That's that is a lens for the whole day. Yep. Yeah. And I actually like it. Every time I cry, I'm like, whew, it's like a shower. Yeah, that's a really interesting reframing that I'll be thinking about for a while. <laughs> yeah, um, the cleanse. Yeah. yeah. It's an internal shower. It yeah. is. It's an internal shower. Damn, and if, damn if I don't need that. Um, what about you, Maggie? Do you have any um, internal Stinkers? showers of your own this week? Boy. Yeah. Share. Yeah. Don't be shy. You can share. I'm just trying to think like what I, – I honestly feel like I'm – I sort of related to your stinker. I'm like, yeah, I've, I, I, I'm just letting myself feel a lot of feelings and yeah. that feels really nice. But also with that, you're like, oh, right. The full spectrum is the full spectrum of emotions. And I can't say I want to live life to the fullest without feeling all the feelings. It is such a scam. <laughs> that's what I think. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, that sucks. Yeah. It's I feel like also I've talked to a lot of people this in the last like week who have the concept of like how what things are in our brains and how things are on paper versus when you're living inside of them. That like mm-hmm. uh idiosyncrasy is um how annoying it is. To just be like, oh, I know that I I was going to get to the po- this point, but getting there in reality is, ugh, you know? Sucks. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. Um, I will say I ate a lot of candy, and that was really nice for me. That's really good. Yeah, Halloween candy was good to me this year. That is real. And did you go trick-or-treating, or is this- In my um, own home, I did, uh-huh. yeah. That's in my good. own home That's we good. have a to the drawer exactly <laughs> every time i would say i'm going trick-or-treating and you have uh, to dress up in a new outfit every time you open the that's drawer. right that's right that's that's but good. now we only have the shitty candies left we have like almond joys you the crazy thing about that maggie is you are the provider of the kit you did not have to buy almond joys i don't need these kinds of attacks sorry um, right now hurt people uh, hurt people so <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Oh my God. Okay. I actually I actually have a nice thing to say. It's not a nice thing. It really is just something I actually think about a lot. Um, and it's about our guest and it's about me. Did you sometimes I think about how our names are almost the same? I'll explain. I think about that too. My name's Caroline Elizabeth Cotter. Wow. And your name is Elizabeth Cott. So in a way. We're a it's celebrity like, couple. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can yeah. get celebritized. What fast. would be what would be our celebrity name? Would we even have to change it? Carolyn Elizabeth no. Cott or Elizabeth Cott? You just say it as one line. Eliza Cott. Eliza Cott is really no, good. No, it's Caroline Elizabeth Cott. Yeah, Tur. I get. I don't know how, do, <laughs> I don't know how we play it. It's sort of we workshop it. Yeah, we'll, figure it out. we'll talk to yeah. our PR people. And- but like, I have thought about this often and like I feel like I've had the conversation with you in my head but we've never actually vocalized it that's crazy because in my mind I'm like oh she'll get I've talked to her about this at least 20 times but I think it's a confirmation I only think about in my head and the the thought I also had today before this was like oh wow I'm really excited for the podcast today Elizabeth and I have such close names 
Like that was what, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like. Like honestly, it really is uh, the second what? thought to. It, oh, yeah. yeah. Like the, ex- but also as part of the excitement. Yeah. It's exciting. It's an exciting thing. It's an exciting it time is exciting. to be an Elizabeth Cott. Well, I think for me, because, and I'll stop making this about me. Never. <laughs> yeah, right. No. <laughs> but I think because I'm like, oh, it makes me feel like we're similar. But yeah. you are, and this is not, it is a compliment, but it's not, it's more factual you are like so much better than me in every way. I'm like, oh, if I could be this version of this person, that would be cool. You know what I mean? I mean, I think you're amazing. I think you're no. one of the funniest people I've ever met. I, I every time I see you perform, I always sidebar Joey about how funny I think you are. And I think the same way about you, Maggie. So Wow, Maggie. I think you both of you ladies are true gems to the stage and our earwaves and so you know real recognize real I guess I feel like that's what it is Caroline don't it's 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 real recognize real you know that's (laughs) what's happening here you Hmm. we don't okay we don't have to turn it against ourselves okay I and I appreciate that and that's really nice and I accept all of this but like I said before, it wasn't so much of a compliment as more of a fact. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just kind of stating facts. Sure, sure, sure. But I, you know, accept what you say and my truth can be different yeah. than yours. Be best. What do you think exactly. about that? Be, be best. best, obviously. Yeah. Always. <laughs> be best. Um, I feel like I'd like to get into some facts. <laughs> Elizabeth, I'd like to yeah. get into some Elizabeth facts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Elizabeth, have um, you ever had a stinker? Oh yeah. I actually am here to share one. Yes. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Woo! Not to bury the lead, but Yeah. We're we're ready. We're ready to dive <laughs> are in. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I am ready. How do I do there? Do I just, Where are like, we? Well, okay. yeah, what's what point of your life? Okay, I'm 29 years old. <gasps> Ooh. Threshold. 20. It's 2014, I believe. I'm not so good at numbers. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and I, love I that. am neither. Okay, neither I'm 37 mm-hmm. now. So does that mean make me 29? I can't possibly do the math. Math? But. Anybody? People yeah. at home are like idiot. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, and I can't do anything about it. I think me it's neither. just 2014, 2015. Hold on, yeah. wait. Let me. Do you guys edit? Let me fact check really quickly. Yeah. We can do this. Yeah, we'll edit this out for sure. Yeah, we'll definitely edit this out. If there's one thing uh, – that's what James, I think, is working on at the men's retreat is his love for – working through his love for editing. Right. Um, editing out women. Editing out women, <laughs> exactly. Because mm-hmm. a okay. big part of the men's retreat is silencing yep, women. This was like 2014, 2015. Confirmed. Okay. Okay. So you are good at math. All right. So we're in Obama's second term. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Right. So – this is peak YouTuber era. Yes. Okay. Mm. Go with me. Okay. So a little background about myself. I started my career in fashion. I started an online newsletter called The Zoe Report, which is Rachel Zoe's daily newsletter. Oh, cool. So from there, I was like kind of on the editorial side. Well, I was on the editorial marketing partnership end of things, but I – And because of being like in an editorial space slash 
witnessing the styling side, I just like clocked how the excess of clothing that existed, Mm. particularly in the niche of those who are like in entertainment and in editorial. So Mm. I was like, oh, this is a thing. A number of years later, so that was like 2011. A number of years later, I was fired from CAA and I was like, you know what, it's time to start this idea that I have, which was to basically start a online consignment business where I worked with editors, stylists, and their clients on sort of helping them anonymously sell their items. Also, we worked with niche charities to sort of like the stuff that didn't work for the website because I was a curator, right? Mm -hmm. There's a vibe we were going for. Mm -hmm. So I had created this business. It was called Closet Rich. So I had had this online consignment business. I basically had this massive arsenal of like all these clothes. So I started styling also because it just sort of like naturally moved into yeah. another. Mm-hmm. So then by a series of events, I got into sp- styling, being kind of like the go-to stylist for this YouTube talent as they were coming into like off the YouTube platform and into that wave. Like, Hosting stuff, mm-hmm. book deals, that sort of thing. So I would do these one-off jobs, styling these YouTubers, all that. So then, one of the YouTubers who I'd been who had now worked with a number of times gets a pilot order from E. Oh it's Grace God. Helbig, who is lovely, yeah. great, mm-hmm. super talented, really impressive. Everything that she's done and like yeah. she's still doing. So, so cool. Okay, now all of a sudden, I'm styling a show for E. Never, who would have thought? Not me, but I'm just like going with it. I'm like, cool. Amazing. Like doing like act, like styling for, was it like a scripted show or was it a hosted show? It was like a hosted show where it was like an interview style. Okay. Damn, styling everything. That's wild. It was crazy. Okay, so pause. Let's go back. Yeah. Young Elizabeth, okay? Take okay. it back. Yes. Both of my Elizabeth. parents are very smart people. They're like book people. Mm-hmm. They're the 50 book a year people, right? Uh-huh. I got so a call. growing up, every time there was a word I didn't know, it was like, get up uh. from the table. Let's look it up in the dictionary. <laughs> you know, it was very like, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. my household thrived on vocabulary mm-hmm. and on knowing things yeah so that's sort of like in me I strive to be an articulate big word using human I don't think I always hit the mark but it's it's within me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah I recognize it's what made you yes exactly so that's where I that's like in me right okay that's just an important thing to to clock okay so now (laughs) we're back it's 20 2015 I'm 29 I think that's the right math um, I was, they, they, my parents are not math people, so math yeah, is that's not what, Yeah, you can't, you can't have it all. Always respect smart right. people yeah. who are like, no, but I'm okay tapping out of that zone. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I'm br- hitting up all these brands. I'm working alongside not only Grace, but like the other YouTubers who are involved in the project. And how do I say this? So I learned a word. <laughs> I'm so excited. That I never Elizabeth 
<laughs> I feel it. I feel oh, it already. But I never thought that I just like thought I intuitively knew what it meant. Oh. Well, so. here's the thing about words. They're just vibes. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, tell me if you think that okay, when you hear the word polarizing, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Because I thought it meant influential. <laughs> so I'm literally emailing brands saying, I, you know, I'm really, I think that you would be a great brand because to work with because so-and-so has a massive reach and they are super polarizing. <laughs> and I sent this email like, multiple times and literally spoke to this person's manager and was like, well, they're so polarizing. Like, I think it, we can like do some really cool partnerships oh. with different brands and accessories and like oh my God. her audience will totally want to be, you know, wearing whatever she wears. Yeah. Because she's so polarizing. Oh my God. Elizabeth, I feel this so hard in my bones. Like, <laughs> and mortifying. I, who was the person to tell you? Yeah. How did you find out? I think, I honestly think I was like, let me, I think <laughs> I, let me just look that up. Like, I was oh. like, I actually am questioning my initial instincts on what oh. this word meant. Oh. I'm going to go ahead and do some recon. Oh. and uh, It's the worst, too, Google because it. you're, like, oh. so confident. You're like, I'm, I know what I'm saying. I know right. the essence of what I'm trying to communicate. The essence was there. Yes, it was really, you know. I think, and also, I, I will point out, it was really before the word polarizing was just like forced into the lexicon yeah. as it is now because everything is so fucking polarizing. Yeah. Yeah. Be, you know, we were in a bubble. We were in yeah. a like a. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the excuse. That's what I tell myself. I was like, no, oh, I you really know? do think second term Obama is like, that was the hardest drug I ever did. Um, <laughs> was just sort of that era of optimism. And right. Really oh. running on vibes, you know? It was running like, on nothing. We but did it. Vibes. We did it. Um, yeah. So the vibes I were running on were polarizing. Polarizing. Massively polarizing. What it I love so much about this is knowing the background of you having like a vocabulary family because it's like that, like, that is the way you were raised. And it's like, yeah. just this one time, I think I've got it. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is a big, this is kind of like, I know what you should do, but like, I know words so well that like, I'm finally confident enough in myself to just it's like go DNA. for this. It's yeah. in my, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love that you um like reached out to people about it. It's like in writing. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I will say like, if I was on the receiving end of one of those things, I'd be like, Hmm. And also 2015, I'd be like, Polar, you know, I'd be like, Yeah, who, who is this YouTuber that has, you know, it's like, and it's like a big swing for someone to be like, No, this, this person's gonna make a name. I feel like any post 2016 time that would, that would sell, mm -hmm. right? Oh, it fully tracks, but in yeah. this era, no, different, not, not <laughs> different. They ready. Different. They weren't ready, they were not ready. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I've like woken up in like hot sweats. Thinking about that at times, I've been like thinking about it. <laughs> Did um, anyone like when they responded or if they responded, like 
Was there any acknowledgement of that? I or? think that when I said something, this was like an IRL conversation to one of their managers, they were like, what? Sounds like polarizing. <laughs> and they were like, right. Okay. Like oh, it went something my- like that. It was yeah. like the first shoe to drop, and you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, okay." That <laughs> felt different. Yeah, but, that wasn't received happening. the way it has been received yeah. before. Oh, oh my, my god. god! So yeah, that's I the stinker. It's also one of those things where, like, if your family is a certain way, it, like that, the humiliation of like I couldn't, I can never show my face. Like how they can never know about this. They can yeah. never know. Never. Yeah. It's I it's like I will say for me the equivalent of this feels like one time in my apartment I was um my dad was a fire chief and now he like teaches at the fire academy and he like consults for like fire places and stuff. Um fireplaces. For for like towns like fire <laughs> programs or whatever. And um, truly, maybe a year ago, I was um, cooking on a stove, and I just put a piece of parchment paper down on my yeah. lit stove, and it went up in flames, and I almost set my apartment on fire. And I like did everything wrong, um, and I was like, wow, if this is how I died – my family probably wouldn't come to my funeral. Yeah. yeah. The irony. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My I feel like my family is insane, but <laughs> but like maybe a version of that for me would be I have two older brothers, so I was really used to like hanging out with guys and so you'd think like everyone always says like that gives people who have older brothers or whatever like they know so much about the opposite sex whatever and, and it's like I didn't I literally felt the opposite like like people who had never spoken to a boy before were so much more adept at the dating game in high school than I was well, you're not it, dating your brother you're not like hooking up with them I'm sorry if you did okay. let, let me take it back because I think that's actually thank fine. you every family is different yeah exactly. <laughs> I am an only child and I always wanted older brothers yeah. Well, an older an older sister young. I wanted all of it. I basically yeah. would tell I would go to kindergarten and be like, "No, no, no. I come from this huge family. I have a boyfriend or not a boyfriend. A boyfriend. <laughs> I wish. I have a brother named Zach and a yeah. sister named Kelly and then AC and Luke Perry and Jason Priestley. <laughs> They're all my siblings. I really love was, that so much. It's really very sweet. inventive and yes. psychotic. No, <laughs> I've told this story before on this podcast, but I once lied to my brother when they were in high school. I was like sixth grade, probably. I once they had a girlfriend over and I said, I'll give you a tour of the house. And I fully made up. It's not like a house to give a tour to. And I said, at last, I'll take you to the game room. They didn't have a game room. <laughs> It's perfect. That's it's like the really same thing unwell. where it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna live in this imagine this like yeah. imaginary world and kind of wait until I get called out on it. Yeah, like, I was like, I- and my sister Kelly, she's really cool. <laughs> she would love she would love this whole kindergarten setup you guys have going <laughs> yeah. on here. Really she's nice. a cheerleader. <laughs> she's a cheerleader. Heard of it? <laughs> she's actually the captain. Yeah. <laughs> 
I would tell um, probably disgustingly old men in chat rooms on AIM that I was a cheerleader. Um, <laughs> oh, so maybe that's sort of, I get it. Painting the picture for us. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm now, I'm curious now we have some data we can gather between the three of us, but yeah. So Maggie, you said you were bad with talking to boys. Yeah. I have a younger brother. I was really bad. I could not talk to boys at all. Elizabeth, yeah. what was your, and like, I'm talking like middle school, high school. How was your relationship with the opposite sex? Okay, I, I, in middle school, you know how everyone had like their middle school boyfriend? Mm-hmm. I yeah. never had that. Yeah. Me neither. All the boys that liked me, I was like so icked out by. It was always the friend of the person that I had yes. a crush on. It was yeah. classic. And then I was always like best friends with my friend's boyfriends like and I think I probably had like a little crush action happening on them but I was just like I don't know I also was pretty developed in middle Mm. school like I had this figure that I have now yeah yeah in middle school that's hard so I was like a curvier I mean I'm I stopped in middle school. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a 32A, yeah. but I got that 32A yeah. in when I was young, like a lot. Oh, wow. that's so hard. hard. So, yeah. So I matured really quickly and it, you get the wrong kind of yeah. eyes on you. So I felt sort of like uncomfortable in my skin. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard to like own life when you're uh, – yeah. When you're feeling that way. Oh, I get it. I yeah. wore a back brace in middle school, so I was developed in a, the other way. All right. <laughs> yeah. And then Different I will kind. say I was – like I had my first kiss when I was in eighth grade, and I lost oh. my virginity like in like the end of freshman year. So Ooh. it was like a very quick turnaround. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is – Wow. And then did you feel like you nuts. had – in high school, like you were kind of stepping back in, like it since you had developed early, like some of that felt like it was taken away that your power and like in high school you got it back a little bit. Well, I had some trauma. Yeah. Oh. As one oh. does. Yeah. As one yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Um class classic age for sexual yeah. trauma. Yeah. Um, but I ended up having a boyfriend like pretty much all of high school. Yeah on and off but the, it was really the same person for the most part yeah mm. i was always about you really guys? i was envious tell me of about that. your trauma i yeah. literally told you i did not i didn't even now so my reaction to this is i'm like you're so cool like i for like the boyfriend and stuff and i'm like oh my god she lost her virginity in uh, ninth grade and she got uh. kissed in eighth grade like i was so i was such a freak where it's like i had some guy friends but really it was like I was just so uncomfortable and I would just would get so nervous. Yeah. It's like fucking speaking about my red face. If I even like looked at a guy, yeah. I would get just like the reddest face. And I didn't really have any movement in that area until kind of the end of high school, college. See, I think that's the way to go. Mm, I don't know about that now because now I'm basically just like selling my body on the internet. You know what I mean? It's like, this is like where I'm <laughs> like, are. I really went like, yeah, that's what I consider like dating apps to be. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really Enjoy. like now I'm like 
so I mean, I don't know. Everyone has their own path, but I was, um, I can speak to men a little too well now, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You like develop survival tech of like, okay, well, what, how do I have to play this in order mm-hmm. to get the results I want? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I had a, a weird combo of both of these. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like both of these angles. I like, I went to a school where I stayed with like my people from preschool. It was a Montessori school. So it was like preschool through eighth. And um, so in fifth grade, it was like people I'd known my whole life. And it's that like confusing thing where like you're getting sexual feelings, but Mm -hmm. you're also, you grew up together or whatever. Um, And like there was just, it was uh, unguarded. We were left to uh, go wild. And so like I made out in fifth grade, just I cleaned up. Made out oh, in, with Toad in fifth grade. I fully let me with tell tea? you what I did. Let me tell you what I did in fifth oh. grade. I had Daniel Pashman over to my house. My best friend, who's still my best friend, was there. It was the two of us. And we played a game where we did levels. <laughs> and every level was a different sort of base. And one of the bases, this is where it's sort of like, oh, Maggie is weird. <laughs> one of the levels I created. You created. Oh, so you made yeah, this. What are levels? One you of just the like- levels I created was that you would slow dance with him with his shirt off to Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. <laughs> Hot. That I played from a CD player. Um, just like really bizarre. But, yeah, uh, just trying. But just throwing kind of spaghetti at the wall, seeing what let's sticks. Let's see what sticks here. Yeah. And then a lot of people left my school to go to schools that had high school uh, around, and they. So then I got all these new people in my class, and I didn't know any of them. And I got the guy, the boy I liked for all of middle school, did not like me like that. Mm. Um, and then. In high school, my freshman year, I gave a hand job that was um, too hard, I suppose. Mm. And I got that feedback um, from <laughs> others. And then I didn't touch a penis again until <laughs> I was like 18. That'll oh, do it. Yeah, because yeah. that's so traumatizing. Yeah. But then, of course, I'm having other sexual trauma happening to me of yeah. like – the. What men did with boys did with their fingers was just <laughs> sort of shocking. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like, yeah. where did where are you getting this information? Um, yeah. So that's my and then I just you know, I I, I like I never had a serious boyfriend until the end of college. Hmm. That's why I was always envious of people who like had. My, I was really close with my friends' boyfriends always. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. I loved the idea of that stability and, like, consistency and long-termness. Um, and But I just never had it. I would just, like, went into a thought trail of in middle school, This there was a boy who told everybody that I fingered myself, which, like, now I'm, like, cool. Yeah. cool. <laughs> okay. But so the cool. time yeah. was – truly traumatizing yeah for like the entire school it felt like to be talking about that like not a great way to like be in sixth grade and like and then that same boy ended up being my first kiss 
so many years later. <laughs> I yeah. That uh when when people when like other kids are talking about something that whether it did or didn't happen, like my hand job, I was like, you guys are saying <laughs> stuff about it that I don't get. <laughs> but that's it also it's like you the reality almost doesn't matter, right? It's like we, right. there are all these stories about these people who were like I remember a big one was like a bunch of like the popular kids got into like someone's hot tub. But then it's like, I don't think now in hindsight, I'm like, nobody owned a hot tub. When we were in seventh grade, they all got into a hot tub together and were drinking like Bud Lights and making out. And I remember that was like the biggest scandal. And you just don't have the ability to be like, okay, you like what, what, or like, that's not true. Exactly. It's just like, it's just fact. Yeah. I don't know. I would say fact is sort of a theme of today's episode, you know, fact and what is reality is coming up a lot. Um, doing your own research. <laughs> doing your own research. Wow. That was a really interesting path to get there, but we all have our own ways of do- doing and that's, that. Yeah. That's just the beauty of a polarizing brain um, is to <laughs> be able to come up with stuff like that. Um, on the fly. Yeah, that's really beautiful, Maggie. Um, and the facts and stuff, really nice. Um, <laughs> what I want to know: what happened with this business? Is it does it yeah. still exist? This the the um... oh, closet rich. No, I. So I was basically selling used clothes, and I, which is great, which now isn't called the sustainable fashion movement, but. Right. You invented it's so it. Smart, Elizabeth. <laughs> like really, it was so fun, but I never cared about like here, here I'll be honest I hated going to the post office big mm-hmm. part of having Nothing an online works. retail mm-hmm. business um so there was that and I never wanted to do like series a funding you know like do it going that whole route like it was mm-hmm. more of this like creative venture that I saw white space in the market and I was like oh this could be cool like I know a bunch yeah. of stylists I know a bunch of their clients I know a bunch of PR people like let's just get it going and it did so well and it was great but I knew I never wanted to level up with it. Yeah. So I actually got into podcasting in 2014. An early oh. adopter of that as well. So kind of like you you are a trend polarizing. You're polarizing. <laughs> You're gonna love this woman. She's really polarizing. Um that See, is doesn't so- it sort of feel like I it's love right? it. I'm gonna I love use it so, so much. I, I'm gonna use it now, like all the time. It feels really good. It, it does. Really it just feels good. right. Yeah, it feels like, like we're this taking back has word. Their finger on the pulse. They are yes. so polarizing. Yes. Also, just like I also think, like when you say it, I'm like, like I already knew this about you, but I didn't know the thing about this other business. But I'm like, you're such a good businesswoman, and you're so good at like develop you know like just like developing things and like making them happen and so now kind of what I'm getting from this story is I'm like maybe we should kind of like I don't know what the deal with this is if we have to like talk to Miriam Webster or whatever but like kind of changing that definition of the word yeah Adding a, a second definition. Yeah, like, number two like, or three. The next right considered action with the whole thing is yeah. to yes. just change the definition. Give it a, like an urban dictionary version. Yes. yes. Um. So then I started That's a Retrograde, which was this like wellness trend comedy show um, that I did up until 2021. So that I sort wow. of was doing that. And then yeah. – um, 
really, really loved doing it and what was like, how do I figure? And at the time, I mean, 2014, 2015, podcasting wasn't a job. It was the industry was so vastly yeah. different then. So it was I had this vision. I was just like, I love I, I'm such a feelings person. If I'm love, I just want to like tap into this feeling, right? I'm sure you guys are the same way with performing. Yeah. It's that you know when you're in sync with something and you want to. So I was just so in sync with <laughs> um, <laughs> like, sorry, we were just talking about high school. I just yeah, it can, it, it was natural. To yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just I loved podcasting so much, and I just was determined to figure out how to make it a career. So yeah. I wanted to be all in with that. So I so love that. It just sort of kind of I gently closed closed it out. Yeah. And also it feels like, again, like ahead of the time, but like Poshmark and Depop and things like that became – and Rent well, the Runway yeah. and like – And the Real Real and all mm -hmm. of that. Yeah. And I mean it's a really hard business to scale yeah. and it's a really hard business to like make a return on mm -hmm. Yeah, if you scale it because there's so much quality control. I mean there was just an article, I believe it was in The Atlantic about the Real Real that's fascinating. I highly recommend reading it. It's basically no, talking about that. how it is I don't a mess. That. Yeah. And wow. like it's great for the sh people who are shopping because you can find some crazy deals because things are just mismarked left and right. But mm -hmm. then it's really shitty if you're selling. Okay. I'm a seller. Um, yeah. I'm also a shopper on it. So I'm hitting two sides went, of the yeah, coin yeah. there. So not to knock it. It's just a tough – it's a tough biz. Yeah. The schmacked biz, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have so much I want to sell that yeah. when, from when I cleaned out my closet. And some of it's like, I think I could get some good money for it. And all these places, like the, there are so, there are cons to all of them. There's no like one lane that is exactly correct. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. it's made me a really conscious consumer. Mm pillaging through people's closet castaways yeah. for so many years. I understand what resale value is. I I I I have like a one out one in policy with my wardrobe just because I've I would also go in and I would do people's closets for them and all of that. So it was like sort of this like very it was a face-to-face -face business, but it was also an online platform. So yeah. it was both mm -hmm. of those. So I just saw people who would just hoard things and just it's it's tough. So, yeah. you know, I'm a big fan of a capsule collection wardrobe nowadays. Mm. Yeah, I I I aim for that. I'm I'm pretty far off the mark. Um, <laughs> you'll get there. You know the best thing to do, and I had a Marie Kondo expert teach me this. You go through your closet and you pull ten items that light you I'm up. I'm literally writing this down. I love that. that. Make ten? you so excited that are like these are the Caroline Cotter collection. Yes. This is the Maggie Widows capsule yes. collection. Like this is me. Okay. And you pull those and then you go through everything else and you basically see what falls Where in line with it, that. Yeah. And oh. if it's not, that's how you know to get rid of it. It's a it's a great bar to have because exactly. I have so many and this is very much like 
the home from the home I grew up in, but it's like, well, what if I need that thing? Like that's how I, that's the problem like, I get into. Too. Well, if I need that thing, I'll get that thing when I need it. Like I don't have to be gripped to the thing now. Um, yeah, I love. I do love purging. It's just that it uh, is nice. Feels and so good. Yeah, I, I, I feel. Yeah, I've tried to do ten. Feels so small to me, but this is such a good. I'm going to, I think I'm going to do this. Um, I say as I'm wearing literally a matching sweats, like wearing a gray sweatshirt and gray sweatpants. And a lot of people think that's fashion actually. It sounds cozy and great. Yeah. Mentally, I did just have, I went through like, okay, what are some items coming <laughs> yeah. up? And one of them was a pair of sweatpants. So I fully fucking support that. Yeah. Yeah. Ah! There um, we go. That is Elizabeth caught. A very good stinker. Um, really gonna. I don't know about you, Maggie, but stay with me for maybe the I'm rest trying. of my life. I'm really, yeah. Oh, well, you're yeah. trying what? I thought you were saying stay with me right now. As as uh, <laughs> and the, and the answer is you're trying. Not even you Listen, are. We're having a little fun here. Oh it's, my god! It's 30 p.m. and it's pitch fucking dark. Out, yeah, that okay? is really sad. But. It's- you know what's not you know what could warm us up on these cold um yeah, fall evenings? Tell we us. Elizabeth, we usually do a segment at the end of the show called Piss Tank, based off of Shark Tank, where we um, you know, pitch you as our shark kind of our worst ideas, whatever. But we're thinking, Maggie and I are gonna do something a little different, um, and we'd love for you to be involved as well is uh, a couple episodes ago, Maggie and I had, when Dwyer originally started his men's retreat and was gone, um, we kind of created something called Horny Club where we're just talking about stuff that um, is horny vibes to us, and that really can be literally anything. Yeah. Um, and so I think this is this will be a little horny tank in a way where we can all just kind of pitch – Things real or not real that that have that kind of vibe. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, I just pulled up my folder. Horny. All yeah. Right. It's you the guys, best. It's the best share. feeling. It's the best right. feeling. Yeah, I got. I got to think of mine again. Um. This one came up. Came to me. Uh. I. I was gifted it on Instagram. Uh, I think last week. But I'm. I. And it's just. I know he's very famous, but I never knew anything about him. Joe Manganiello. He's like, oh, yeah. He's, he's married sort of, to Sofia Vergara, right? Mm-hmm. And I okay. kind of always knew that. And like, honestly, aesthetically, he's he's so built, and that's super. Uh, <laughs> that's not my type at all. That's crazy. Um, but I okay. So, but then where he gets me, he hooks me. I got hooked on his Instagram because one, he plays Dungeons and Dragons and is yes. making a Dungeons and Dragons documentary and two he has a emotional support dog that he takes with him everywhere and that is really kind of it for me like mm-hmm. like him playing him talking in detail about um a dragon that is is in his world while wearing like a t-shirt that's showing his bicep. That was pretty cool for me to see that kind of thing. That is really, I'm really happy for you that you've discovered that. And kind of crazily, my, I, my feelings on him are, I always, I think for me, he's extremely hot. 
I unfortunately do am very attracted to a kind of little like beef moment. Yeah, I know. Love the D&D thing. It's all good. But mine actually is kind of a beautiful segue from yours, Maggie. And this is also extremely toxic and bad. Um, I went to Miami this past weekend for my friend's bachelorette party. Oh, that's right. And so it was, but all the activities as they are usually in these situations are kind of like out of your control. You're just kind of going with whatever, whoever organizes it, uh, does. And I also am like recovering from COVID. So I was like, did one day of kind of partying. And then I like my body really like was literally throwing up, like being like what you have to stop. So I was like, had been vomiting all day, just like feeling so sick. And we went to Magic Mike live in Miami. Yeah, that's it. Listen, you guys, it was one of the greatest theatrical performances (laughs) I've ever seen in my life. First of all, it was good in the way that like, it was the worst thing in the entire world. But at the same time, it was incredible. Those 12 gay men up there like were incredible dancer like just yeah. the men i think okay I, I think my highlight about the horniness thing about this is they were just doing their little talents up there clothes mm-hmm. you know what i mean it wasn't sexy drumming yeah singing so good at it and and the other one is just men dancing in oh. unison again these yeah. were all they were wearing their clothes in their little um coordinated outfits and just like doing really basic like choreography <laughs> of just like all at the same time, and I was like, "The bravo, bravo!" <laughs> it was, but it was just like these guys have technique. They are they are classically trained dancers. <sighs> and anyway, I think I have to move to Miami. So horny for that. I, yeah, unfortunately, okay. I am. I have a great one that segues interestingly Amazing. enough off of Beautiful. both of those. Okay, okay. so. We in our household were a Discovery Plus no oh, yeah. commercials mm-hmm. household. Absolutely. And over the weekend, Joey and I discovered the Lifetime movie vertical on the Discovery Plus no commercials. Oh, yeah. my God. To which we watched an epi- a, a, beautiful, a beautifully constructed film, yes, cinema, thank you. cinema, called – Psycho stripper I'm about right. a male yeah, stripper I, yes, gone yes. awry. But I have to tell you, my favorite one that I watched was called Psycho Party Planner. Oh, art! <laughs> this is art. Okay, I'm also a Discovery Plus um, subscriber, and this is huge news for me. Run, don't walk, Psycho Party Planner. Get involved. It's is written it down. Of- yeah, is it sort of like a franchise of the Psycho? Of Psycho? Blank? Are they no, in the I same think, world or? Yeah, it's the same production company. I dug <laughs> deep. Don't worry. Yeah, I yeah. was like, "What is it? what in the Vancouver production are we watching?" <laughs> that I, screams I, Canada. I'm obsessed that the same production company is right. like that's their kind of like branding on it. Psycho, Psycho, also, anything. In this era of consciousness around mental health, are we really calling things psycho? But yeah, we are because it's the plot points are so extreme. Yeah. But it actually, if you bring everything back to the title, each time, every time you go, what? They made that choice? You go, oh, psych. It's a psycho party planner. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
It's like, okay, actually, they uh, are. They're, te- they're telling a story. They're telling a story here that has a point. They're delivering exactly. the promise they made at the yeah. top of the. Exactly. We wow. knew what we were getting into. It is phenomenal. Just the joy. I love that. Horny. The horny. horny. And that, Holy. that was a beautiful kind of triptych of uh, horniness, I think, that we all yeah. came yeah, up with. Yeah, I also feel like. There, the the connector of like um, stripping it was really nice. Just yeah. that, just the support for um, male dancers. That art form, male yeah. Um, well, you know, and with that, I mean, we're all horned up now with nowhere to go. But you know, I think that's a beautiful way to kind of leave it on the horniest yeah. note possible. Yeah. Um, and thank you so much for doing this podcast here today with us, Elizabeth. Um, and now as a um, podcaster um, curator, what what would you like to plug? What do you have oh, coming up? Well, I have a new limited series yes. that I think by the time this episode comes out will have dropped. Amazing. It's called too niche and Hmm. it is well it's actually too niche like question mark and it is with fellow veteran podcaster Laura Marie Shane Halls for all you sexy unique podcast heads out there Mm -hmm. funniest pop culture bravo rewatch show in the game if you ask me and Lara and I are just picking a niche topic and going deep on it. We're deep diving. We're hauling it. We've got yeah. – and they're all sort of loosely holiday-specific. It's really a seasonal Ooh. show. I love like a oh, good that's nice. seasonal experience. Yeah. I love to be festive. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Mariah fan. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. Lamely. So like anything mm-hmm. festive, I'm down with. Yeah. So we are hauling slash deep diving on all sorts of topics from charcuterie to sparkling water to the Goop gift guide to the Kardashian Christmas cards. Oh my We're God. really getting in there. And it has just been a joy that to record. A dream. It's really I fun. can't wait. I'm so excited. And on all podcasts. Wherever you wherever you get your podcasts. And self-producing. Indie queening it as one does. We love an indie queen. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the freedom. Yeah. Both the the, freedom. The freedom to really do also for like deep dive things to be like, no, we're going to do this how we want to do it Mm -hmm. uh, and go in as far as we want to. Real far. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm so excited. And where can people find you just like online? Um, my OnlyFans is oh okay. good. We should we should we should link ours up. Yeah, <laughs> we should do some cross promo. Yeah, that'd be really great. That'd be yeah. really audience great. share. Yeah, um, I'm on Instagram at Elizabeth Cott. That's K O T T. Amazing, Carolyn Elizabeth Cotter. That's yeah. that's going to be our couple's account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all, I got to do one more plug for Little Midas Everywhere. Um, yeah. If if you didn't catch that at the beginning. Um, you've absolutely got to follow. Well, this has been great. This has been, I think Maggie would agree with me when I said this has been an extremely polarizing experience. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for polarizing us. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm here to polarize. Stinkers. Stinkers. Stinkers.